Welcome to the Yoga at Home podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Klaus, owner and director of Inner Spring Yoga. This class was recorded live at our studio in New Albany, Indiana. You can learn more about me at my website, carrieklaus.yoga, and learn more about our studio or join us for a live stream class at www.isyoga.me. Before beginning this or any other new physical activity, please consult your, your healthcare provider. Enjoy your practice. All right, so welcome. This is um, a Hatha Flow class. Esther usually teaches this class on Tuesday nights, but she's away this week, so I am um, subbing for her. And we're going to get started down on our backs this evening. So you can come to lying down on your back. And if you have a yoga strap handy, you can go ahead and have your strap. If you don't have one, no worries, um, because we can do everything without the strap. And then also, if you have a yoga block handy, um, have one where you'll be able to reach it. And again, if you don't have one, no worries, because we can do everything we're going to do without a block as well. They'll just be tools that'll be um, kind of helpful tactile tools as we get started. And then as you're um, taking a moment to kind of settle in and get comfortable, see if you can adjust your clothing and um, yoga mats underneath of you and whatever's around you and just make sure that you feel really supported. And then start to bring some awareness to your breath, noticing your breath as it moves in and out. And just take a moment to notice that breath with intention. So mindfulness infused with intention is what we call presence, being present. Yesterday, I... Uh, mentioned in the classes that I taught that I kind of got the sense that everyone is feeling a little weary, a little tired, a little bit over coronavirus. And um, I guess a little bit longing for what used to be our normal lives. And I've really noticed that, that energy, that feeling all around me. <clears throat> uh, so many people are short-tempered and come across as rather angry and impatient. 
And I think it's important um, for us to remember that we're still in a crisis, that there doesn't seem to be an end in sight anytime soon. And we're still collectively experiencing this, this crisis. And when we are in crisis, we tend to sort of freak out and speed up and try to find solutions to the crisis. And we're very outwardly focused. Like, um, do we have enough? Do we have enough toilet paper? Do we need to go buy more toilet paper before the store runs out? Or do we have enough canned goods on the shelf in case they run out of food? And um, do we need to go buy more masks in case we run out of those? So we're very focused on like crisis management outside of ourselves. We speed up and we just start doing things. Right? And then we kind of fuse with that doing, like everything becomes about doing. And we forget to just be. And this speeding up is exactly the opposite of what we need to do during a crisis. When we're experiencing a crisis, we need to slow down. We need to tune in, tune into ourselves. We need to get grounded. And then we can respond to the situation from a place of, of self-knowing. We can respond to the situation in a way that's more skillful and less based on fear. But all this means is that we need to be more present in our responses and our reactions to crisis. So just as an intention for your practice this evening, ask yourself the question, how can I be more present? Just right now in this next 70 minutes or so, how can I be more present? in a non-judgmental way. And you might ask yourself if you can be more present with a sense that every thought, every feeling, every situation is an opportunity to witness that there's some divine presence that threads itself through every aspect of your life. So becoming more present so that we're not reaching for all of the things outside to make us feel safe and secure in a crisis moment, 
but instead reaching for what's inside that makes us feel more safe and secure in these moments of crisis. So again, just setting an intention around the question, how can I be more present in a non-judgmental way? And you might need to revisit that intention throughout the practice. Notice moments when your mind wanders you might even notice moments in your practice that are like many moments of crisis where things feel difficult, there's a struggle, internal or external. And notice what you do. Notice if you have that tendency to freak out, to speed up, to look for some solution that's outside. And see if you can just come back to presence. So you can begin to deepen your breath. For those of you that practice the ujjayi breath, you might draw a slight constriction in the back of the throat. So you can feel the breath swirling around in the back of the throat as you breathe in and breathe out. And there's maybe a deep echoing sound with the breath in and the breath out that sounds like waves crashing on the shore and then receding back into the sea. And just let the rhythm of that breath help you maintain a sense of presence. Intentional mindfulness. And then with that deeper breath, begin to slowly move your fingers and move your toes. Make a few small circles with your wrists and with your ankles. And then bend your knees and bring the soles of your feet to the floor. Go ahead and take your feet um, as wide as your mat. Let your knees open up as wide as your feet. And then let your knees go together to the right and then together to the left. So like windshield wipers, both knees at the same time to the right and then to the left. And for some of you, this might be a smaller movement, just an inch or two in each direction. And for some of you, it might feel better for this to be a more dynamic movement. So you might even lay the outer thigh of one leg to the floor. Let the pelvis and the low back rotate. And then when you've been a few times in each direction, bring both knees back up to point towards the ceiling. Keep the left foot down on the ground and bring the right knee in towards the chest. And then just take a moment to make some circles with that right knee, just opening up in the right hip joint. So Jamie, I can't see you, honey, but if you're in a chair, you can do the same thing, just sitting down in your chair, hold your right knee with your right hand and make a few circles in both directions. And 
And then when you've gone a few times in both directions, we're gonna extend the right heel towards the ceiling. So if you have a strap, you can use a strap around the arch of the foot and extend the heel up. If you're without a strap this evening, you can take the hands behind the thigh and extend the heel up. Or you can even wrap the first two fingers and thumb of the right hand around the right big toe and extend the heel up. And Jamie, if you are in your chair, you can do the same thing here, but reach your heel forward rather than up. Okay, so we're just getting some stretch in the back of the right leg. You might even like to sway that right leg a little from side to side, like you're waving at the ceiling with your foot. And just like the windshield wipers with the knees, for some of you, it's gonna feel better to do a small movement. And for some of you, it's gonna feel better to do a more dynamic movement. So just tune in to what feels best in your body. And then as your heel comes back up towards the ceiling, take a couple of breaths, really stretching through the back of the right leg, reaching the heel or pressing the heel up as you pull back through the toes. And take one more breath in. and out and then if you're lying down on your back as you inhale extend the left leg straight ahead and now really make that left leg active so reach through the heel imagine that you're trying to um, extend the back side of the left leg about an inch longer so you're pressing through the heels and the toes point up and you can feel the muscles of the leg hugging onto the bone and imagine that you're trying to ground your femur bone or your upper thigh bone all the way down to your mat. Okay, so you want that leg to be really strong and active. And then take both ends of your strap if you're uh, using one into your right hand. If you're holding behind your thigh, just let your left hand fall away and hold your right outer thigh with your right hand. And if you're holding with your first two fingers and thumb, you're just gonna keep holding on there. And you'll find a slight external rotation in the right leg and then open the right leg all the way out to the side. So same thing, Jamie, if you're in your chair, your leg was reaching forward, and now it's reaching out to the side. Okay, so we're all just stretching the right leg out to the side. And then just stay connected to your breath. Notice how your body responds to the movement. Notice where you feel sensations in your body. Focus on long, slow breaths. Really try to lengthen the exhalation. And then as you inhale, pull that right leg back up towards center. And exhale to bend the right knee towards the chest. If you have a strap, move it off to the side. Place your right foot on the floor. And then bring the left knee up to the chest. Hold the left um, knee with the left hand and start to make some circles in the left hip joint. Just a few times in both directions. 
And then when you've gone a few times in both directions, pulling the knee back towards the chest and extending the left heel up towards the ceiling. So you can use the strap, hook the first two fingers and thumb around the big toe or hold on behind the thigh. And then if it felt good on the first side to wave at the ceiling with your foot, just let that leg sway back and forth. Again, small movements or large movements, whatever feels best in your body. And then the next time that the left heel points up towards the ceiling, pause there for a few breaths. And then see if you can lengthen the back side of your left leg. So you're really stretching up through the heel and pulling the toes down towards the face. Take one more breath in and out. And then as you inhale, the right leg stretches forward. And then make that right leg as active as you can. Flex all the muscles in the right leg, really feel the muscle hug onto the bone. It even feels like the back side of the leg's getting a little longer than the front side of the leg. And then if you're using a strap, take both ends of the strap into your left hand. If you're holding behind your thigh, just let your right hand go. And then just a little external rotation in the left hip as you open the left leg all the way out to the side. So just another breath. <laughs> just another breath or two here. And then with an inhalation, start to lift the left leg back up towards the ceiling. And as you exhale, bend the left knee to the chest. You can move your strap off to the side and pull both knees to the chest and hug them in close. Rock a little bit from side to side and then return both feet to the mat. If you have a strap, grab your strap and um, form it into a loop. And then you're gonna take that loop You'll have to pull your knees into your chest. Take that loop around both of your legs and take it all the way up above your knees. So um, you're gonna be lying down on your back with your knees bent, but I'm gonna stand up so everyone can see how this looks. So you wanna have the loop above your knees, up on your thighs. If you don't have a strap, don't worry. We'll be able to do this without one as well. 
Don't strap your legs together too tight yet. Grab your block. I already did mine too tight. Slide your block in between your thighs. And then tighten up your strap to hold your thighs together and your block in place. So if you have just a block, you can do the same thing with the block. If you have just a strap, you can use the strap and leave the block out of the way. If you don't have either, you're gonna use your imagination. And pretend like you have a block between your thighs and a strap around your legs, okay? So just imagine what that would feel like. Jamie, if you're in your chair, you're still sitting in your chair with the feet on the floor and you have the same setup. Imagine you have a block between your thighs and a uh, block between your thighs and a strap around your thighs, okay? And then for those of you that uh, are on your back, you're gonna press the feet down and lift the hips up and come into bridge pose. Everybody's gonna do that. If you have the whole prop set up, you're gonna have just a lot of tactile tools to help you with this next exercise. If you're using your imagination, just turn it on. Imagine you have that strap around your thighs and a block between your legs. And you're gonna alternate between squeezing your inner thighs into the block and then pressing your thighs out into the strap as hard as you can. So you're gonna squeeze and then press. Okay? So if you don't have the props, try not to let your knees move. See if you can squeeze isometrically, inner thighs in, and then squeeze the thighs away from each other. So the hips are lifted in bridge pose and you're squeezing in and then pressing out. Jamie, you've got the same action going on, just sitting in your chair. So you're squeezing in and pressing out. You will probably start to feel your butt burning as you're doing that. The teacher that I learned this from calls it Project Booty. <laughs> so you're squeezing and pressing. And let's do that just for maybe two more times. Squeeze your inner thighs into the block. And then press your thighs out into that strap. One more time, squeeze in. And then press out. And then as you exhale, lower all the way down. If you're all strapped up, you might have to reach down and loosen up your strap first, and then everyone bring knees to chest. And if you have the whole setup, go ahead and move your block off to the side. Take your strap off to the side, hug both knees to the chest. No one said they had any injuries, so I'm going to assume that you told me the truth and therefore no one has any um, disc issues or um, spinal issues. If you do, just roll over to your side and sit up. If you do not, we're going to rock up and down, but balance on the sitting bones. So don't come all the way to seated. Come up into the boat pose. See if you can balance on the sitting bones and lift the chest. And then bring the shins parallel to the floor, reach the arms forward. Pull the belly button in and up and see if you can lift the chest higher. Take another breath in. And then as you exhale, we're gonna lower all the way down to the low back, stretch the legs forward, but let the heels hover and keep the shoulder blades lifted, gazing at your toes. Breathe in. And breathe out. And then as you inhale, come back up to the boat pose, lift the chest. Shins parallel, exhale. Take another breath in. 
And then as you exhale, lower down half boat, come to the low back, stretch the legs forward, gaze at the toes, breathe in and breathe out. And inhale, come back up to the boat pose, cross the ankles, and as you exhale, roll forward. And come onto your hands and knees. Stack the hips above the knees and the shoulders above the wrists. And then just with your own breath and your own time, cycle back and forth between your cat and your cow. So you're extending the spine, lifting the tailbone, and lifting the heart, and flexing the spine, tucking the tail, and taking the chin to the chest. And just move back and forth with your own breath. And we'll flow through one more breath, inhaling and exhaling. And then as you inhale back to a neutral spine, tuck the right toes under, slide the right foot all the way to the back of the mat, and then lift the right toes above the mat. Draw the navel back towards the spine. And then just like you did when you were lying down on your back and you had one leg extended forward, make that right leg as active as you can. So you're flexing the muscles, or engaging the muscle through the leg. You can feel quadriceps and hamstrings kind of grip onto the femur bone. Reach out through your heel. And then see if you can lift a little more through your right inner thigh so that your hips are square to one another. So try not to lift the right leg too high. Think about the heel, the same height as the hip. You can stay here for a couple of breaths or challenge yourself by reaching your left arm forward. And if you reach the left arm forward, try to maintain that core connection. So the navel draws in and up and you're pressing the floor away with the right hand. Take one more breath in. And then keep the right leg lifted. As you exhale, take the left hand to the floor, tuck the left toes under. Take a breath in, and then as you exhale, we're gonna lift up to three-legged dog. So you'll come to downward facing dog and stretch the right leg up to the sky. Breathe out. And then on the inhale, look towards the hands and step the right foot all the way forward in between the hands. We're gonna keep that back knee lifted and then really practice strengthening the back leg. So firm up the back leg as much as you can. Try to make sure your knee is not sagging down towards your mat. Good, reach back through your heel. And then engage through the left inner thigh. So you want the left inner thigh to look, uh, reach up. So the left outer hip spins down. So you just wanna feel a lot of strength in both legs. Take one more breath in. And then as you breathe out, plant the hands down, step the right foot back, downward facing dog. 
Good. From downward facing dog, raise the heels, come forward into a plank pose. Shoulders over the wrist, reaching back through the heels. Hold here, draw the navel back as you inhale, press the earth away. And then as you exhale and lower the knees, bring the knees directly beneath the hips. Tuck the left toes under and then slide the left foot all the way to the back of the mat. Lift the left toes above the floor and then lift a little more through the left inner thigh. So we want that left leg to be really strong and active. And you can feel all of the muscles in the left leg engaging, hips are square. Stay here or add the challenge of lifting the right arm. And see that you can keep pulling the belly button back towards the spine so the core stays strong. And take one more breath in. Left leg stays lifted as you exhale, right hand to the mat. And then inhale to tuck the right toes, lift the hips back and up, come to three-legged dog, reach up through the left leg. And as you exhale, look to the hands and step the left foot all the way forward between the hands. And then here in the lunge, just focus on firming up the back leg. So you're reaching through the heel, lifting through the inner thigh. And see that you can make that right leg as active and as strong as possible. And take one more breath in. And then on the breath out, plant the hands and step back to downward facing dog. As you inhale, raise the heels and come forward to plank pose, the top of a push-up. Press the hands down into the floor. See if you can feel the shoulder blades move away from each other as the upper back lifts towards the sky. Draw the navel back towards the spine, reach through the heels. So the whole body is active here, breathe in. And as you breathe out, lower the knees. Point the toes, press the seat back towards the heels. And take a pause in child's pose. As you come into child's pose, just draw your awareness back to your intention. How can you be more present in a non-judgmental way? And then with both arms extending forward, lift the gaze, look to the hands. Rise up to hands and knees, tuck the toes, raise the seat back and up to downward facing dog. And then look towards the hands and slowly step or walk the feet all the way up to meet the hands. When your feet reach your hands, go ahead and slide the hands onto the shins and lift up through the tailbone and the heart. So it's almost like you're trying to do a cow pose here. See if you can really lift the tailbone up and lift the heart and squeeze the shoulder blades towards each other. You might stay here or as you exhale, try to maintain that extended spine and hinge forward. 
And then on a breath in, come all the way to stand, reach the arms out and up overhead. And exhale to bring the hands together in front of the heart. And we're gonna move into Rikshasana, the tree pose. So go ahead and adjust your feet however you like them for tree pose, either all the way together or with a little space in between. And we're gonna balance first on the right leg so you can shift a little more weight into your right foot. Then bend the left knee. Externally rotate the hip, pointing the left knee out to the left. And then let the left foot come to the inseam of the right leg, anywhere from the ankle all the way up to the inner thigh. Just try to go above or below the knee and not directly across from the knee. And then for tonight, bring the hands together in front of the heart and really press the palms together and practice finding your midline. So as you press the palms together, just feel the whole body hug in towards the midline. And then as you hug in towards the midline, see if you can press down a little bit more through the right foot and get a little bit taller through the crown of the head. Take one more breath in and out. And then we'll slowly transition to warrior one. So on the inhale, pointing the left knee forward. And on the exhale, carefully stepping back to a warrior one stance. You'll go back about three feet or so. Bend the right knee and raise the arms. Breathe in. And breathe out for one. Inhale, and exhale for two. Still focusing on how strong the legs can be. So you're reaching out through that left heel, really trying to straighten the left knee, hug the muscles to the bone. See if you can put a little bit deeper bend in the front knee, strengthen up that right leg. Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, spin open to the long edge of the mat and adjust the feet for warrior two. The right toes point to the top end of the mat and the left foot is parallel to the back edge of the mat. And then if it helps, you can straighten the right leg, make sure the feet are in the right position. And then as you re-bend the knee again, thinking about the strength of the legs, so you're really reaching out through the back edge of the left foot and hugging the muscle to the bone. So there's a slight upward lift of energy from the left foot all the way up to the left hip. And then see if you can lunge a little bit deeper in the right knee. Arms can reach to shoulder height, or just like in tree pose, you can bring the hands together in front of the heart. Breathe in. And breathe out. Inhale. Slow breath out. Try to extend the exhalation. Take one more breath in. And breathe out. And then inhale to straighten the right leg, coming into the extended triangle pose. Exhaling to reach out over the right leg. Right hand can come to the shin or ankle. 
a block or the floor, and then stretch the right fingertips to the sky. As you breathe in, strong legs really reach out through the heels. And exhale. One more breath in. And on the breath out, look all the way down at the right toes and bring the left hand to the left hip. And then on the inhale, strong legs and core bring you all the way back up to stand. We'll re-bend the right knee, keeping the left hand on the hip, reach out past the right toes. And we're going to take that hand to the floor or a block about 10 inches or so in front of the right toes. Take the gaze towards the right hand. You might like to toe heel or hop the left foot in a step. And then a really strong right leg as you start to straighten the leg and lift the left leg behind you for Ardha Chandrasana, the half moon pose. So in the half moon pose, the hips are opening to the long edge of the mat and the left toes are pointing to the left side of the mat. So there's a slight external rotation in that left hip. But think about making the left leg as active as you can. So imagine that it's the strength of the left leg that's supporting this pose rather than the strength of the right leg. Can you make the left leg even stronger? Good, take one more breath in. And then on the exhale, square the hips down towards the floor. Take the left hand down to the floor. The left toes point down towards the floor and reach back through the left heel. Take one more breath in, stretch back through the left leg. And then put a slight bend in the right knee and as you exhale, bring the left foot forward to meet the right. Sliding the hands onto the shins, inhale and lengthen the spine. And then exhale and fold forward. And as you breathe in, come all the way to stand. Reach the arms out and up. And exhale to bring the hands together in front of the heart. Adjust your feet again how you like them for tree pose. And then shift a little more weight into the left foot. Bend the right knee. Turn the right knee out to the side and find a resting place somewhere between your heel and your left inner thigh. And then once you find a place for the uh, foot, bring the hands together in front of the heart. Press the palms together. Let that guide you towards your midline. And then as you feel everything hug in towards the midline, see if you can press the left foot down more and stand up taller. And then preparing to make a slow transition to warrior one as you inhale, point the right knee forward. 
and exhale to slowly step back, turn the heel down and bend the left knee. Inhale to raise the arms and then strengthen up the back leg. So really press through the heel, make sure that right knee is straight. See if you can lunge a little bit deeper in the left leg. One more breath in. And then when you exhale, turn open to the long edge of the mat for warrior two. Adjust the feet, straighten the left leg here if that's helpful to find your foot placement. And then re-bend the left knee. Reach all the way out through the outer edge of the right foot and see if you can lunge just a little bit deeper in that left knee tonight. Strong legs. And when you take your next breath in, straighten the left leg. Exhale to reach all the way out and down, bringing the left hand to the shin, the ankle, a block or the floor. Stretch the right arm up and then extend the torso. So you're reaching out through the crown of the head and then press both feet firmly into the mat to strengthen the leg. And then on an exhalation, right hand comes down to the hip or the waist. Turn the gaze to the left foot. And then inhale to hinge all the way back up to stand. And exhale to bend the left knee. As you inhale, we're going to stretch out over the left leg. And then try to reach the left fingertips to the floor or a block in front of the left toes. You might like to toe heel or hop the right foot in a step. And then a strong left leg as you come to stand and lift the right leg up. Turning the hips open to the long edge of the mat so the right toes point to the right side of your mat. And then reach back through the right leg. So again, imagine that it's the lifted leg that's supporting the pose and not the standing leg. And just notice what happens as you strengthen up that right leg. Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, start to rotate towards the floor. Both hands come down, squaring the hips and point the right toes straight down. And then reach back through the right heel. Take one breath in. 
Soften the left knee, and then as you exhale, pull the right foot all the way down to meet the left. Slide the hands to the shins or thighs and lengthen the spine. And then exhale to fold forward. As you breathe in, come all the way to stand. Reach the arms out and up. And exhale to bring the hands down in front of the heart. And toe heel the feet out as wide as the mat. Turn the toes out and the heels in for Malasana. Take a breath in. And then exhale to bend the knees and lower the tailbone between the heels. Inhale, lift the chest towards the thumbs. And exhale, release the tailbone down like an anchor. So you want to feel as if the tailbone is pulling the spine in traction, just lengthening the low back. We'll take a few more breaths here in Malasana. But if anybody wants to play with arm balancing tonight, you can bring the hands underneath of the shoulders. Toe heel the feet in. Squeeze the knees and the inner thighs towards the upper arms. And then shift the weight forward into the hands and float the toes in Vakasana, the crow pose. Take one more breath. If you've lifted the toes as you exhale, lower back down to the squat. Strong legs as you inhale, press into the feet and come all the way up to stand. And then exhale to step the feet together. And just take a moment to shake out your legs. And come to stand with your feet next to each other so that they're touching. So even if that feels a little awkward and it's not your normal way to stand, just for now, let them touch. Then we're gonna bend the knees and sit back, coming towards Utkatasana, the chair pose. Shift a little bit more weight into your right leg. Lift your left leg and cross the left thigh over the right for Garudasana, or the eagle pose. So we're gonna squeeze the inner thighs towards each other and aiming towards hooking this left foot all the way around behind the left calf. Left foot behind the right calf, sorry. And then inhale, reach the arms out to shoulder height. And when you exhale, crossing the right arm on top of the left arm. You can bend the elbows and bring the palms together. And then you can either lift the elbows and lift the chest, or exhale and drop the elbows and drop the chest. What's most important tonight is that squeeze of the thighs together. So we wanna practice that internal rotation and also get a little stretch on that left outer hip. It keeps squeezing the thighs together, just like you did in your bridge pose when you had your block. Squeeze. And then on an inhale, come all the way back up. Untangle yourself, step down, shake it out. And then step the feet together. And sit back into your chair. Shifting more weight into your left foot, pick up the right leg, cross it over. And then even if the foot doesn't hook, 
squeeze the inner thighs together. So in um, tree pose, we uh, practice squeezing in towards the midline. Do that again. And then reach the arms out. And as you cross, the left arm comes on top of the right arm. Bring the palms together and either lift the elbows and lift the chest or drop the elbows and drop the heart. So what you do with your upper body is less important than practicing squeezing your inner thighs together. So that's called adduction. And in a little bit that adduction is gonna be really important. On a breath in, come all the way back up to stand. Untangle yourself, shake it all out. And then if you're here in the room with me, we're gonna to turn towards the windows. If you're at home, just turn to the long edge of your mat, whichever way makes the most sense. And then bring the hands onto the waist. Draw the elbows together, lift the heart up. And on an exhale, fold forward. You can take your favorite arm version here. So you might just drop the hands down to the floor. Some people like to reach out and hold the ankles or the feet. If you wanna stretch your chest, you could take your hands behind your back and make a fist. Also, sometimes it's nice to walk the hands really far forward. So your upper body is in like a downward facing dog shape and your lower body is still in this wide leg stance. Just be careful if you walk the hands forward that your hips don't shift forward too. So try to keep the hips stacked right over the heels. And then on an inhalation, if you move the arms anywhere other than directly beneath your shoulders, walk them back beneath the shoulders, press the hands down and extend the spine. And then we're gonna start to turn the left toes all the way back towards the left end of the mat and walk the hands all the way around. So you're gonna come into a lunge with the left knee forward, spin the right heel up and press back through the right heel. And then we'll take a variation of Parjvottanasana or the pyramid pose. Usually we'll step that right foot in and spin the heel down some, but tonight we're gonna keep this really wide stance from front to back, keep the right heel up, and then straighten the left leg. And then like you practiced in eagle pose and on in bridge pose with the block, squeeze your inner thighs towards each other. And as you squeeze in in adduction, you'll feel the back of the left leg a little bit more. Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, start to walk the hands around to center again.
Spin the left toes to the long edge of the mat and the right heel down. Take a breath in in the center and lengthen the spine. And then exhale and start to turn the right toes to the front of the mat. Walk the hands all the way around. Come into a lunge first. So the right knee is stacked over the ankle and reach back through the heel. And then keep this wide stance as you inhale and straighten the right leg. And then hug the inner thighs towards each other. Strengthen up that back leg. And take one more breath. And then on the exhale, walking back around to center, spin the left heel down and turn the right toes to the long edge of the mat. Then breathe in, press both hands down, extend the spine, and exhale one more time, release the crown of the head forward. And then on an inhale, strong legs, so you're gonna press to the outer edges of the feet, but at the same time, hug the inner thighs together. And then with a strong core, come all the way to stand, reach the arms out and up overhead. And then as you exhale, you can step or hop your feet together and bring your hands in front of your heart. And then we're gonna to turn to face the front of the mat again. And on an inhale, reach the arms out and up. Exhale to fold forward. And inhale to extend the spine, sliding the hands onto the shins. As you exhale, plant the hands and step back into downward facing dog. And then with a breath in, plant the left heel and raise the right leg straight back. So try to keep the hips square. It doesn't matter how high the right leg goes. Let's focus on the hips are square. You'll lift a little more through the right inner thigh. And then hug the inner thighs towards each other so you have that adduction where you're squeezing together. And make the right leg really strong and active. So you can imagine that there's a wall behind you. Your foot's on the wall and you're trying to press your right foot all the way through the wall. Take one more breath in. And then exhale to lower the right leg down. Then plant the right heel all the way down. And as you inhale, lift the left leg. Same thing on this side. Height doesn't count, hips are square. Imagine that you've got that foot on a wall and you wanna kick a hole in the wall. So press back as hard as you can. Your leg will feel like it's getting a little bit longer. And then you wanna feel the muscles hugging onto the bone. And take one more breath in. And then exhale to lower the left leg down. Raise the heels, inhale, come forward to plank pose. Pause here as you exhale, press the hands down, draw the navel back, breathe in. And then on the breath out, lower the knees and take rest in child's pose.
So we're gonna have one more short standing sequence after this child's pose. Take a moment here to develop presence, mindful attention. And as we move through the next short standing sequence, it's just two poses linked together. Think about slowing down, slow down through the transition. Stay present, tuning in, noticing what's going on both within you and also immediately around you. And use that awareness, use that presence to help you stay grounded. So with both arms stretching forward, inhale and come up to the hands and knees, tuck the toes, and then exhale to raise the hips back and up into downward facing dog. Right leg's gonna stretch back and up on an inhale, look to the hands. Exhaling to bring the right foot in between the hands and keep the back heel lifted. Press back through the heel and then inhale with strong legs. Come all the way up to stand. Raise the arms up alongside the ears. And then exhale and bring the hands together in front of the heart. Press the palms together. Squeeze everything in and find that midline. Even think about hugging your inner thighs towards each other. So we're gonna go slow. We're gonna be mindful of what's going on both in the body and in this immediate area around the body. And then use that awareness to stay grounded through this transition. Folding forward, weight shifting into the right foot. Hips stay square as you launch the left leg up behind you. Reach through the heel. And just like in the half moon pose, rather than thinking about the right leg doing all of the work, turn on the left leg, push back through the left heel, hug the inner thighs together, and let that help you get grounded. And take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, slowly lower the left foot back down. Inhale, one breath, stretch the arms up. And exhale to fold forward, frame the right foot. Inhale back to downward facing dog. And exhale. Then inhale to lift the left leg. Look at the hands. And exhale, left foot between the hands. You have a wide stance between the left foot and the right foot. Keep the right heel lifted. Inhale, lift the torso. Keep hugging the inner thighs together. Reach the arms up. And then exhale to bring the hands in front of the heart. Press the palms together. Find your midline. Hug your inner thighs together. Take a breath in. Slowly transition the weight forward and launch the right leg behind. Hips are square and allow the right leg to take over some of the work. 
Strong right leg, reach through the heel like you're trying to push that foot through the wall. Take one more breath in. And then exhale to bend the left knee. Take the right foot all the way back. One breath, inhale, lift the arms. And exhale to fold forward. Inhale back to downward facing dog. And then exhale, lower the knees. We're gonna swing both feet off to the side. Sit back and have a seat. Make sure you're in the center of your mat so you'll have some room behind you. And then roll all the way down onto your back. As you come down onto your back, keep the left foot down and cross the right ankle over the left knee. So coming into the figure four or the reclining pigeon pose. And then pull the left knee in towards the chest. Hug it up there close for more sensation. And you can even rock a little bit from side to side. So those outer glute muscles, outer hip, it's been working hard in all those balances. Give it some good attention. Jamie, if it hurts your back, honey, step back in your chair and do the same thing. Just keep your left foot on the floor and then cross your right ankle on top of your left while you're seated. And then release the left foot down to the mat. And like in the eagle pose, slide the right leg all the way over so the inner thighs touch. Squeeze the inner thighs towards each other. Slide the hips over to the right an inch or two. And then keeping the chest towards the ceiling, let just the lower body rotate to the left. So from the belly button down is moving. From the belly button up is stationary. I can't see you, Jamie, but if you're in your chair, you can do this seated too, honey. Cross your right leg over your left. Keep your knees forward in your chair. And then rotate your torso to the right. And you can reach around and hold on to the back or the seat of the chair to pull yourself deeper into the twist. And then as you inhale, rotate the knees back up towards the ceiling. Uncross the legs. <clears throat> you might need to place both feet on the floor and then lift and lower the hips so you can shift them back towards the center of the mat. Right foot stays down, bring the left knee to the chest, left ankle over the right knee, and then pulling the right knee in close. 
Again, you can rock a little bit from side to side or even kind of move the right knee around in circles. And as you shift and move, you'll find some different sensations there. Just give that left hip a little bit of attention. It's been working really hard tonight. And then place the right foot back on the ground. Cross the left leg all the way over like an eagle pose. Slide the hips over to the left an inch or two. Belly button up, stay stationary from your belly button down, rotate to the right. So it might feel a little different than when you uh, normally do this twist because usually we roll all the way over first so you get your legs down as the anchor. It's the same degree of rotation. Tonight we're just using the shoulders as the anchor instead of the knees. So you get a little bit more um, rotation in your low back if you leave your shoulders as the anchor. And you get a little more rotation in your upper back if you use your knees as the anchor. So it just kind of depends on um, what your aim is. But our low backs did a lot of work tonight, so we're gonna give them the love. And take another breath in. <laughs> and out. And then when you inhale, roll over onto your back again. Uncross your legs. Shift your hips back towards the center of your mat. And then just for a couple of breaths, keep your hips down on the floor and reach both heels up towards the ceiling. So just for a little bit of symmetry after the twist. It'll uh, make your sacrum happy. And don't struggle to be here. So if it's a struggle to hold your legs up, just hold it there for a breath. And then pull the knees to the chest. Squeeze tight. You can even lift your forehead to touch your knees. And then stretch out long, feet to the end of the mat, arms overhead, stretch yourself as long as you can. And then as you exhale, allow your arms to float down to your sides. And turn your palms up towards the ceiling. And then take a deep breath in through the nose. And release that breath. And then just settle in here. Stay with your long, slow breaths. Make sure you exhale completely. 
And just maintain that mindful attention.
Begin to slowly deepen your breath. And move your fingers and your toes. And make small circles with your wrists and with your ankles. And take your time gathering your knees up towards your chest. Hug them close, rock a little bit from side to side. And then take your time rolling all the way over to your right side. And just pause there for a moment, check in. Notice how you feel in your body, in your head and in your heart. And then when you're ready, use your left hand and come all the way to seated. Take a comfortable seat. Rest the hands together in front of the heart or in the lap and just bow the wisdom of the head towards the wisdom of the heart. If you were um, here in person with me, the mantra that we listen to during Shavasana, Sri Krishna Govinda Hare Murare, He Natanarayana Vasudeva. It means I seek refuge in the divine. So before you leave your mat tonight, ask yourself, the question now, how can I be more present with a sense that every thought, every feeling, every interaction, every situation is an opportunity to witness the divine presence that threads itself through my life. So in these moments of crises, rather than freaking out and speeding up and looking outside for solutions, can you instead take refuge in the divinity within? And that divine light within me sees and honors that same divine light within each one of you. Namaste.